Hello and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Welcome to our tactical debrief of Aston Villa 3, Fulham 1. On this episode, we're going to take a deep dive into Aston Villa's stats, passing networks, individual performances. We're going to take a look at some of the screen grabs from the game as well. We're going to go real in-depth on the performance and just player positions, etc. So this is the one where we get to the nitty gritty of the actual performance. Cheers, everyone who watched our match reaction with me and Hannah went down really, really well. So thank you, everybody. And hit a like on this video. Comment your thoughts down below. But we are joined by Ryan. And I've got one question for you, my friend. And I'm just going to put something on the screen now. This will sort of go with my question. And it is, hold on, let me just get it. Are Aston Villa in a title race? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, you know me, mate. I don't always uh, uh, try to look too far ahead. I, I focus on enjoying the moment. But there it is, in plain sight. We are currently in the title race. It's undeniable, isn't it? We are what two points off? Two points off the top, are we? Um, yeah. We've City to come at home. I know three, three points off the top. We've, we've City to come at home. Tottenham, we're going to go to them away. We've got to, uh, Arsenal at home. So um, we're right in the mix, aren't we, mate? We are right in that mix. And and we um, we are especially looking forward to that double header at Villa Park, and we? City mm. and Arsenal. We, we are looking ahead to that one. Um, but first up, Tottenham after the international break, and you beat them, we're above them, and we are we are well in the mix. So um, the answer to your question, Luke, is uh, is yes, <laughs> as it stands, yes. That that's what I mean, and that that that's what I'm here for because we've been through some tough times as a fan base, and we've been, yeah, I mean, in some not great places. We've played some turgid football over the years and I'm here to enjoy this ride I'm here to embrace and enjoy every ounce of this yeah my head says take it one game at a time like it says to everybody who's been really cautious which is fair enough but three points off the top I got in yesterday from Villa Park and I, st I stuck the TV on we had uh, Chelsea at home to City and I thought you know what we need Chelsea to do us a favour here. We need Chelsea to pick up some points here because yeah. where we're going, we want Man City to start dropping points. So uh, it's just the nature of where we are. So you've just got to go, haven't you? And, you know, we're in a league. You've got to try and win it. Let's go, man. Let's go. Yeah, and and since, since Unai's come in, we've always been looking up, haven't we? We've not been bothered about what's going on behind us. Since that day he landed... It's like nearly, well, it's a year ago, isn't it, pretty much, from, from his first game against United. Um, we've been looking up ever since. I've not looked behind. I'm not, look, I don't give a give a, a rat's ass who's behind me, to be honest, mate. I'm looking up. And at the minute, above us is Tottenham, Arsenal, City, Liverpool. And, and they're the teams whose results we're looking out for, like you say. So, um, <laughs> yeah, let's enjoy it. We're in that mix and, you know, it might not last, but it might. We might find ourselves cemented in there. All season, and momentum in football is is crazy, and you know we seen Newcastle last season pretty much do what we done, like 
good finish the season before and carried that momentum into last season. And 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 that's what they did, didn't they? And it took them all the way to the Champions League and, you know, a fairy tale like Leicester. Like, you know, that was just pure momentum, wasn't it? Um, that carried them all the way to the title. So who knows in football, Luke? Who knows? But um, we're certainly well placed to to have a good crack at it, ain't we? Yeah, and I, you know, and I love it now. We're in an international break, and going into them breaks, full of confidence, off the back of a great result, you can just chill, relax. I think Emery spoke about having a a couple of days off, and and then he's going to turn his <laughs> never do I, to be fair, but um, you know, he he's going to sort of, and, and we said walking home, didn't we? That you know, he's got two weeks to prepare for Spurs now. And yeah. what a, what a master plan he's gonna he's gonna cook up for that game. So we're gonna go and have a look at the early team news of what we saw from the game. And there was one introduction of one player uh, who came in for Zaniolo, and we kind of spoke about Tielemans, and Emery spoke about potentially making up a midfield three of Kamara, Louise and Tielemans. He spoke about that, I think, in pre-season or at the start. And he's really been focusing on Tielemans and getting him right and ready to function in this team. So um, talk to me about Tielemans, his performance against Fulham. Yeah, I think um, when I sit in the team sheet, I thought that's well-deserved. He's had back-to-back man-of-the-match performances against AZ Altmar. Um, sort of inspired the team away, didn't they? Uh, in Holland, he was absolutely terrific. He was a terrific at Villa Park again. Uh, um, obviously, he, he, he caught the flack at the start of the season. You know, scapegoat FC sometimes we are, aren't we, Luke? <laughs> um, and, and Tillemans caught that flack. But um, there's a bit of a misquoted comment as well in international that, you know, sort of got fans back up. Um, that's been put to bed. And... Since that's got put to bed, really, um, he's, um, his performances have, have been brilliant. And like, like I say, well-deserved start today. And he's coming. And um, it's it's such a great position where he is, him and McGinn, in that in that box midfield, in that pocket there. So hard to, for defenders to pick up. It's like defensive midfielders don't want to sit that deep to track him in. And it's a bit too... Um, away from goal for defenders to step up. So it's a brilliant position. And and since Unai's first game, that United game, when we, we, we caught them out with that box midfield, um, it, it's worked wonders for us. And, we, and our defenders, Pau and Louise and, and Kamara, find, find Tillemans and, and McGinn in, in great positions. And, and they're getting the ball to them and they're causing damage. And, and Tillemans today is positioning absolutely spot on. We've heard Emery talk about... Um, getting his getting his positioning right, getting his role in the side correct, and you know we're talking about fifty capped Belgium international and re-coaching him and remodeling him into our system, and it, it's taken twelve games, and on you know on this twelfth game he's, he's put in a a star performance, and you know if McGinn weren't so blooming brilliant today, then you know Tillemans would have been close to another man in the match. To be honest, um, his control of the game, his passing, his vision. His, his awareness, his pressing. Um, he was brilliant. He, he got the assist for the first goal, albeit it was an own goal. I think, I think will he still get that assist? I, I guess he would because he put a brilliant ball in on his left foot. Um, some great, 
great passages of play and I, I think it was uh i think it was the first half he, he chased down the ball anyway and, and he, he got his, his boot on it and he went for a throw in and he sort of like celebrated it and you could see like mm. the trinity road like giving him some as well and and like that's the passion you want to see like you know he's, he's doing his job and, and he's loving it so uh for me it was um a brilliant performance and now that is his shirt that is his shirt for somebody else to try and step up and, and take it off him now so um yeah he, he now has set the bar of of what we want from him and what Emery expects from him and he's got to maintain that or there'd be a, a Zaniola or, or a Bailey looking for that shirt and and that's the healthy competition you want in this squad and um yeah I'm all for it yeah and it does feel like that this is especially on this left-hand side with um, McGinn being preferred to be on the right-hand side, which I think most Villa fans can agree with. It is a specialised position. It is something that you don't see in many other teams, this sort of role he has to have. And and I say it's a specialised position because we know that Luca Dean will want to go down there. So it's Luca Dean's job to offer the width. And I think where this position becomes so specialised is, number one, defending, where Kamara will occupy this space here or he might just be in the double pivot. But it's this area here where he has to convey and work in this zone through here. And I think that's so important. But one of the other things I think is really important with this role, and we saw this work brilliantly, against Fulham is making those runs through that area as well. And I think that's where you were saying he got that assist from because it's the timing of that run, which is so important. And I think, again, you know, he's working in in this zone through here and just occupying that space and being a threat. And I think you can see from his average position when we show you the graphics that his average position was, was in and around there. So you can see that he's really making up that sort of box midfield and and, and I think it's you know it, it works really well and then that allows DRB to focus on on that area with with Watkins so um yeah I think his performance was absolutely fantastic and, and I thought he was really good and like you say it's his shirt now but what is coming competition for that shirt so potentially Ramsey's going to be back after the international break. So he's going to be trying to get that position back. If Tielemans has got the shirt, win it back. But then what I do think it might allow then is a possibility for Zaniolo to maybe move onto that right-hand side or maybe occupy the forward line with where Diaby plays and we can move Diaby. And so there's all these different options, which by having some players coming back helps with the heavy congested fixtures in December, really. So um, we'll go now with some of the stats. So we'll go through some of the stats and show you that, and then we'll go through some of the still images. So you can see that this was Aston Villa's average position. So you can see as well that number two, Cash, number 12, Digne, aren't actually that advanced in this game. You know, so, you know, they were in more of a containing role. Kamara 
he's sort of not really screening a back three because it's kind of a back four there. And you've got Louise, number six. You've got McGinn, number seven. Number eight is Tielemann. So they're all quite central. But you can kind of see if McGinn was a little bit to the left, you've got, you would have a box shape. Um, and then you've got Diaby in his role. You've got Watkins and he's occupying that focal point through the front. So pretty decent, to be fair. Pretty decent average positions. You can see you've got Fulham's there, which... Pretty, pretty defensive, really. You know, they're, they're quite compact. But you can see number 26, Palina, uh, where we spoke about in the match preview, he would be the one that was, was going to be sitting in there. Um, so I think, yeah, that's decent from them. Villas, talk me through this then, Ryan. You, you're normally Mr. Passing Network. What, what, what do you see from looking at this image? Yeah, highlights that box midfield, doesn't it, where uh, Tillemans and McGinn... You know, it's the two of them working in tandem, um, left side and the right side. And a lot of it, they, they come inside, don't they? Especially McGinn, it is control and sharp turning of the ball today was was unreal. Unreal, wasn't it? It was a McGinn-esque best. And there's not another midfield player like him, is there? He's one no. of a kind. He's, like, he's brilliant. And like, from the off, from the first whistle, he was on it, and he, he, he like lifted the energy in the crowd straight away. Like I felt, felt it. Like I felt his energy around the ground. And um, sometimes after a European game on a Thursday, it can be a bit of a slog getting back into it. But with McGinn, he just set the tempo, and that and that's what captains do. And you know, we've we've seen captains, Premier League captains, down here drag your team through results and performances. And, and I think McGinn just completely lifted it today. So that highlights th them two positions there where I, I feel like we won the game today between Tillemans mm -hmm. and McGinn. Um, again, like you say, with Luca Dean and Cash, not as far forward as we've seen them in home games recently. Um, I think that's a lot to do with Fulham as well. Fulham, I personally thought they did well. I, I, we dominated for the first 40 minutes. But I think after that, the sort of sort of really come back at us and I was quite impressed with their passing um and and I, I guess their passing network would be quite good as well um but we did control it though we did we did mm -hmm. control that second half and we we done a classic villa you know we hit them on the counter and got our third goal and killed the game off and that's our variation of play that works so well that makes us really difficult to because if you sit back and defend you know eventually we'll break you down and if you come out and have a go which Fulham did second half. Um, we can pick you off, <laughs> and it's uh, that variation of play that oh, I absolutely love. So um, yeah, top performance from Villa today. Top yeah, well, me and Hannah spoke about that sort of how you know first half we were dominant, second half we had to fit in a little bit. That like came at us, and then we had that explosive pace direct on that counter and it's just that different variation really you, you can try and contain us one way but will it you in another yeah. uh, so we've got the match dominance based on expected threat Villa in the blue Fulham are in the red uh, yeah, Aston Villa backs, backs up what I'm saying a bit there doesn't it that dominance you can you can see where Fulham yeah. come back into it um second half yeah yeah and then we've got the shot map, Villa in the blue, Fulham in the red. And then we've got the shots with XG by the minute. So Aston Villa's was 2.65, Fulham's was 0.84. So we're going to go now and we're going to have a little look at some of the still images from the game. Um, and this was very early on. And I think this, exactly what you were saying, just epitomises John McGinn 
in that area there. First couple of minutes in the game, getting stuck in, rolling someone, and then he is away. Uh, and then, again, you can see we've got Kamara that's sort of in that sort of screening role. Um, so, yeah, set the tone, set the tempo, and, and it was just John McGinn all day long after that. But then this is another image that I found, which, again, was highlighting what we were talking about earlier about Tielemans. You know, you can see Tielemans here, and he's making that advanced run into that area through there. So it just highlights the importance of the runs being timed well um, and yeah. really breaking through and getting into those attacking areas. So, again, brilliant from Tielemans in there. I think we've got John McGinn here as well. So you can see how... You know, what, what we see in games is, uh, you know, I watch our formation like Eagle Eye in, a, in the whole tendon. You know, it, it varies from a 4-4-2 to a 4-2-2-2 uh, to a 5-3-2. You know, there's many different combinations, but they're all in sync and they all know what they're meant to be doing. So Tielemans has gone. McGinn then sort of makes up a double pivot with either Kamara or Luis, etc., And then they all just flow and work in unison. So, you know, this just highlights how good our system is, but also how difficult it is to, to play against because they're constantly moving and dragging players out of the way. So, you know, we must be a nightmare at times to play against. So, um, you're, you're, so you're saying it's difficult there. You, you look at Tillemans there now in that position, you know, it, Difficult to learn that position. And I think yeah. Henry said after the game that he played on the left against Newcastle and he played on the left today. And the difference, he said, between mm -hmm. that performance and that is like night and day, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, Tillemans isn't blessed with lightning pace, but his vision and his anticipation of where the ball's mm -hmm. going to go, he's already on the move yeah. and he's, like you say, he's timing. And for what he lacks in that explosive pace, he's made up for it. From, from his vision and anticipation, hasn't mm -hmm. it? And he got himself in some real good positions, and um, yeah, it really worked that flank. Wow, when when Luca Dean was you know playing him in from a deeper position, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go all Conor McGregor here now because I remember Conor McGregor talking, and I think it was when he was fighting Aldo, and he said timing beats power, and and I think that's kind of the similar sort of thing that we we're talking about here. We don't need him to be doing long, you know, runs of high energy, like for 90 minutes. We need him to be doing the right runs at the right time with the amount of energy that's required and the pace that's required. Yeah. And I think that's what this role is. It's it's timing, timing of the runs and being clever and understanding your position. And I think, you know, like... We've spoke about sort of Zaniola when he's had a bit of criticism. The fact that it, it it's not an easy system to understand this. It, it's not easy to, to to just walk into this Villa side and start playing. It, it's so detailed. And, and I think this sort of just highlights the fact that we can't just go, okay, you come in today and just do yeah, that role. You've, yeah. you've, you've, ne you've never played there before. Just go and do it. I, I don't think it's like that. I really don't. No. It's because it's, uh, it's, it's not like a generic role in football, is it? It's not like no. a 4 3 3, you're a left back and this is your left back role. It's a completely different, you know, this box midfield. It's completely different to what we've ever seen and, and well, these players have ever seen. Yeah, definitely. And I just wanted to touch on McGinn's goal because I thought it was 
fantastic. And I've I've managed to get the screen grab at the right moment here because yeah. he here he's just took a little touch, and this little touch has just set him up so nicely. Um, and it was just a fantastic goal. Um, again, we've got Tielemans in that area as well, so he's in a good position. We've got Kamara yeah. quite advanced. We've got Cash advanced. But then I think we've probably kind of got a Louise probably out of picture that's probably sort of just containing and, and just you know, you know working on his position a little bit more defensive. So, uh, yeah. Great goal from McGinn, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that, that, then that, want... drop of, that drop of the shoulder and not smile yeah. you like that. And he just blasted it, didn't he? But that had been brewing. He'd had a couple of opportunities like that, hasn't he? And the crowd were like, shoot. But uh, he picked his moment perfectly. And that composure, Luke, we've seen it against Luton, didn't we? Mm. Where he's had that ball and he could have blasted it, couldn't he, off for his goal against Luton. But he took that touch, dropped his shoulder, went into the space, finished. And again today, composure, just to take that touch, Smell you later, bang. <laughs> Talk Another about goal. smell you later. We've got we've got this one now on the counter attack. Oh. You know, Bailey picks it up, driving forward. McGinn trying to get into that area, uh, and then I, I just thought this goal was so well worked from Bailey because Bailey's yeah. weight of pass here had to be perfect. So I remember when Bailey got this ball, and I thought. You, you've got to put the right passing with the right speed. And then it goes into John McGinn here. But then I also think Bailey's clever because Bailey yeah. doesn't just run through there. He sort of peels off him a little bit. And then that opens it up for Mr. Watkins to go around that back post. And I just think here, that run there from, from Bailey to... to be clever to get into that position. And then he, he, he fired that ball across the box. And... You know, it was it was a it was a fantastic finish from Watkins. You know, because McGinn Bailey again, did fire it in. Yeah, sorry, look, uh, McGinn again though. That ball that he played to Bailey again, it was timed to perfection. He just let he just waited for that little gap and he played it in between the two defenders. And Bailey just first time on it, first time fire it across. Mm -hmm. McGinn had set it up that that well. But like you going back to what you said with Bailey, I said I I, I just watched the highlights just before we we come on air and like. That run is intelligent to follow that round. Mm. We don't score if he doesn't if he doesn't do that run no. because there was too many Fulham players getting back on that right hand side and the intelligence of that run, the weight of pass from McGinn, he finds these uh, through balls incredibly well. Don't he McGinn? <laughs> he spots it. Yeah. Was it cash? Was it cash goal or the one he he, he pinged through a couple of home games ago? Um, like McGinn, he's like this workhorse. He's tenacious. He, he, he's a grafter, but. He has got real, real quality, and and it's quality we we haven't seen under Smith, and we didn't see under we certainly didn't see under flipping Gerard. Um, <laughs> this is like quality that like Unai is extracting now from McGinn, and, and like he got one goal last season. I think he's got five goals in all competitions now this season. Um, I always think back to that video. You know, he did that video, didn't he, for the fantasy league, and he's like, nah, if you want to yeah. finish more mid table, please mate. <laughs> I don't score, but he's uh, he's 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 uh, tricked everyone this season because he's banging in uh, banging in goals. Yeah, and I think if you know if your midfielders are chipping in with ten goals, that's 
that's what you want. You need goals yeah. for midfield as well. And, you know, how many Luis is probably on a, a decent amount already as well. So, um, yeah, great stuff. One small note that was annoying was this goal, but I don't really know what happened here, really, because it, it was it was just a nothing ball, wasn't it? It was just lofted over the top and the line's not even that high there, which is but what baffled me really you know the 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 high line i mean we've been conceding goals from like from there so this one you know it's it's pretty deep really but i just think just a little bit of lack of concentration maybe a, a lack of press and and they're back in really and and, and Jimenez gets his first it's, goal it's not it's not quite it's not quite straight either is it it's quite curved no. that back line and they got yeah. him just before that when Jimenez hit the post as well yeah, so they played. I personally thought they played really well second half, and they created them good yeah. chances. That they, they, they took one of them. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe just a slight lack of concentration. But oh, Martinez is going to be crying out for a clean sheet, and it's just like yeah, every game at the minute. Isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. I just think he's going to be he's going to be he's going to be frustrated, isn't he? That. He's not getting them clean sheets, but yeah. I think I think there's going to be something different brewing for um, Spurs because I think I think we're going to be playing that game probably in there. What do you think? In that little space there, do you reckon our high line will be probably our high line will be like there, won't it? You'll have Spurs' yeah. high line's going to be like there, so. Yeah. Battle, battle of the high lines, really. So that's it. Just ping it over the top, and who can run the fastest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna be mad. We, we, we saw we saw had a little taster for that because I said that I played quite hard the other day. Yeah, and it was quite it was quite compact in that midfield, and mm. I think a lot of our runs were straight. I think that that game against Tottenham, I think we just need to see a bit of a variation on how you how you get through them because I think that that is going to be the way past them and it like through balls balls over the top running onto them um, yeah and we just got to watch it the other end we know what Son's like but um, at the minute they've got no one to pass Son the ball so I'm not that worried anyway <laughs> so, uh, yeah yeah but um, yeah it's again another 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 win at home um, and you know there's some some big games coming up um, and Embrace it, excited. We've got nothing, nothing to fear. And we've got some players coming back as well, like Ramsey's going to be back. Moreno feels like he's just waiting to get on the pitch. So, um, you know, we've got two players coming back at the right time. You know, this busy December period and it's going to be tough. There's tough games in there. I look at that City-Arsenal week as... The, the, the real big week in there. But then, you know, you've got Bournemouth in there, you've got Sheffield United in there, we've got Brentford in there, United in there. You know, that although it's going to be tough, there's games in there that I think, wow, we can more than, we, you know, we're more than a match for those and we can we can do well and just got to keep going, ain't we? And, and keep believing and, and just keep playing good football because, you know, after this sort of, end of this month, December period, you're going into January. You know, you're basically going into the second half of the season. And it feels like it kicked off yesterday, doesn't it? Well, it doesn't because that drive home from Newcastle was bad. So I don't I don't want to say that. I don't want to bring back that memory. But um, we're doing good, aren't we? 
Yes, yeah, very good. And gone are the days where you would look at the fixture list and go, oh, Man City, Arsenal, oh, I just want to get them out of the way. Uh, we ain't going to win them. We'll, yeah, let's have a look at Sheffield United. Nah, for me, relishing every single game. I want to come up against these big boys now. Me too. I feel like we're in, in the right place. And, and you saying, like, Ramsey and Moreno are back as well, just added dimensions to our team, added depth. Like, the squad is... Yeah, relatively small, but our flexibility and variation in different roles, just like you touched on there, like you said, like, um, Zaniola might go up front and, and DRB wide. You know, this offers so many um, so many options. And for, for us to be depleted on that left-hand side, the way we have and the way we've adapted, and for them guys to be coming back now, because um, we've not had them all season, so they're going to be like brand new signings. And it's mm-hmm. going to it's gonna feel like, yeah, like I said, brand new signings. Um, and... They're quality players as well. Like, like Luca Dean will offer us width, and I, I think he's been brilliant of what he's done this season, Luca Dean. But Alex Morano will give you something else as well. He'll, he'll be inside, he'll go inside, and it's that different variations for different games that Emery's likes. Um, and then Ramsey coming back in, like it just he was just hitting the heights at the end of last season. Um, sort of come back, got his goal against Brighton. That doesn't even feel like that happened now. Like it doesn't even feel like he had them two to um, substitute appearances, but he, he, he come and got his goal and he just wanted him to kick on. And I've got real high hopes for Ramsey. I think he's an absolute quality player. In my wildcard prediction, mm-hmm. I predicted him to hopefully break into that England squad for the, for the Euros. That's how high I regard him. And just getting them two back for these big games will, will be a, a major boost. And like, like I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Emery up against them and the, the health and the confidence that we're in. You know, I feel, I feel no one... And, yeah, I mean, out of sight, out of mind with Ramsey, you, you, you forget how big of a player he is for us. You know, he's absolutely massive. That progressive carry, that pace, that energy, that, you know, ima- imagine, you know, on the counter now, Diaby, Ramsey, McGinn, Watkins. Yeah. It's full It's full of pace. Um, so it's going to be massive to have him back right at the right time for me. Um, you know, being able to just help the team get through through the next part. But, yeah, we, we was kind of joking at the start when we was on about a title race. I know I know what some of the comments are going to be like. One game at a time, just one game at a time. Right, listen, if we're in there three points behind Man City, I am embracing Aston Villa being in a title race. So there we go, right? Enjoy it. <laughs> but, um, dilly ding, no. dilly dong, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if they can do it, so can we. Exactly, right, yeah. So. Cheers, everyone, for watching. Um, we're going to have, um, hopefully, quite a bit of content coming out this week. Um, we are going to be doing Ryan's How I Became an Aston Villa Fan. You've already had mine. You've had Hannah's. You're going to have Ryan's coming out this week at some point. Um, and then we're going to be doing some other just different little episodes as well. And then uh, we'll go big next, well, next week, sort of for Spurs and etc. Mm-hmm. So cheers everyone for watching. Comment your thoughts up the villa. Up the villa. <laughs>